Hello, I'm Rick Cottom. Welcome to Your Maryland. In 1860, Rose O'Neill Greenhow was the grand dame of Washington society. Born on a Montgomery County plantation, she had come to the capital as a child and grown into a handsome woman. Her raven black hair, long lashes, stunning figure, and a social manner formed by Dolly Madison herself turned the heads of important men, like James Buchanan and Senator Henry Wilson. She especially adored the late John C. Calhoun, champion of the South, whom she nursed in his last days. Her husband died in an accident, leaving her with three daughters, but her influence continued to grow through the 1850s, as did her obsession with politics, power, and the Southern cause. Above all else, Rose hated Republicans. That was never more true than when Abraham Lincoln took office in 1861. The refinement and grace which once constituted the charm of Washington life has long since departed, she huffed. She described Mary Lincoln as a short, broad, flat figure with a broad, flat face. Self-complacency and a slightly scornful expression characterize her bearing, as if to rebuke one for passing between the wind and her nobility. Sectional hatred soon turned to war. In July 1861, as Union and Confederate armies stumbled toward battle, Rose was asked to put her love for the South into action. She formed a network of secret agents and messengers, calling them her scouts, and gathered intelligence on Union plans. She sent the information in crude cipher to General P.G.T. Beauregard, commanding Confederate troops around Manassas, Virginia. In mid-July, Rose informed him the Federal Army was preparing to attack. Beauregard wired Richmond, and reinforcements from Joseph E. Johnson's Army of the Shenandoah were soon on their way to Manassas. When the Union Army arrived, it found itself facing not one Confederate army, but two. The surprising rebel victory left Rose so elated she grew careless. She couldn't have picked a worse time. A new general, George McClellan, certain the capital was full of Confederate spies, had brought in Alan Pinkerton, the famous Chicago railroad detective, to root them out. Pinkerton soon got wind of Rose Greenow's activities and laid plans to trap her. One night, in a driving rain, Pinkerton and three of his detectives quietly approached Rose's house. Unable to see anything from the street, Pinkerton removed his boots and stood on the shoulders of his men to peer through the parlor window. No one was visible. Suddenly, one of the detectives hissed an alarm. Pinkerton jumped to the ground, and they all hid beneath the stoop as a Union captain climbed the steps, knocked, and went inside. Pinkerton again climbed onto his detectives and watched through the window, as the bewitching Rose and her dazzled guest sat at a table, deep in urgent conversation. When the captain got up to leave, Pinkerton and his men again hid beneath the stoop, smiling as they heard a whispered good night and something that sounded very much like a kiss. At 11 in the morning of August 23rd, a month after the Union defeated Bull Run, Rose Greenow was returning to her house when a neighbor told her that it was under guard and that she was being followed. Rose spotted two men a block away, one in uniform, one in civilian clothes, watching her. Just then, one of her scouts happened by. She told him that if she was arrested, she would touch her handkerchief to her cheek. With head held high, she crossed the street to her door. The pair who had been watching her rushed up from behind and told her she was under arrest. By what authority, she asked, raising her handkerchief to her face. By sufficient authority, Alan Pinkerton replied. Rose demanded to see a warrant. Pinkerton smiled. He didn't need one. McClellan had put the city under martial law. Verbal authority from the War Department and the State Department, he said. With that, he let her inside. Rose O'Neill Greenhow, one time confident of generals and senators, was about to confront the power of an angry government at war, and she would have to do it alone. Mm -hmm.